Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, it's the Friend Zone. With Tim and Guy come to the Friend Zone. Have a good time, yes, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Guten Morgen and welcome. Hello. Guten Morgen, villagers. Uh, hey Tim, how are you? Yeah, g'day guy, pretty good. Pretty good. Happy to hear it. We're in a room together, you're here in New Zealand, I'm here in New Zealand, what a thing it is. Yeah, crickets are chirping. Yeah. Um... Can I put on music in the background or that? Can you? Yeah, like I can. I want to. You do it. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah, I'm really, Very cool I'm really stuff. into it. Guy, how you doing, bud? Yeah, good, man. What's happening? Uh, I just I just got back to New Zealand. Yes. I was in Sydney, actually. Mm. Uh, Sydney, New South Wales. Yep. And prior to that, I have... Uh, Briefly, gee willikers, I've briefly visited Christchurch to mm. see my folks. I had a friend stag in uh, Wellington, the capital of New Zealand. Uh, and I even visited Atlanta on my way back from New Atlanta, York City. Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Famously not part of New Zealand. Uh, yeah, that's what it's best known for, of course. It's the first line on its Wikipedia entry. And all the people there, they make a real big deal about it. They'll uh, they'll make sure you know it's not in New Zealand. Not in New Zealand. You turn up there, you're like, this is where they do all the um, animation and they make cool uh, comedy shows. Donald Glover made his show here. Uh, they get great tax breaks there. But, of course, predominantly not part of New Zealand, they say. And no, one, no one outside of Atlanta is thinking this is the case. And they go, yeah, so it's working. Genius. It's Genius tourism plan. Myself, thanks for asking. I've been thinking a lot about getting a pet recently, and I'm just trying to whittle down what I want. Uh, That's a joint decision, surely, or is this? A, a I don't think you and I need to jointly figure out what <laughs> pet I want. I'm I, thinking I, on one end of the spectrum <laughs> I'm is flattered. a Venus flytrap. I was not considering my stake in this pet. You'll be owning this pet. Sons Montgomery, obviously. Yeah, that's. I'm. I'm so sorry to say that that's true. And then on the <laughs> other side of the scale is uh, an orangutan. Is what I've been thinking a lot about. Okay, so that's. One of those is very realistic and, you know, 
the other one, well, one of them is a Venus flytrap. Uh, just just joking around, guys. We're just having a bit of fun. Uh, Venus flytrap is—I've always thought it would be a fun thing to own. If you hate flies, mm. do you hate flies? Yeah, sure. Can't stand them. There's a loaf that someone baked in your kitchen. Yeah. It's, it's the middle of summer free. in New Zealand. A lot of flies in the kitchen. No flies touching this gluten-free banana loaf, <laughs> which uh, brought me great amusement. It's so... It sucks, r- eh? So rude. Yeah, there's only one thing worse than flies on your food, and that is no flies on your food. That's true. Such an indictment on your cooking. Yeah. Or something. Who Something's made the loaf, on. Tim? Uh, flatmate. Flatmate did. Yeah. Do, do they like it? Oh, I assume so. Couldn't tell you, guy. Couldn't rightly tell you. So back to this orangutan thing. It definitely, I hear what you're saying, and that's why it's on the other end of the spectrum. It's an endangered animal. I think it would be very hard to get the paperwork in order to keep it at the house. But on the flip side, we live very close to the zoo where I am. So if anything went wrong, we could probably call upon the experts lickety split. That's not a good reason to own a pet living near a zoo. No, the pet is already decided. Let's take as read that Timbo's getting a pet. So orangutan is on one side of the spectrum. Venus flytrap is very much on the other. Is there, is there any middle ground? Absolutely. There's a, a plethora of animals in People, there. Cats, dogs, fish. Um, a bird? Would you ever own a bird? Do you know, birds have got to fly, man. And I know a lot of people make a similar argument for orangutans, but my one would be kept pretty happy. I. <laughs> you literally have to clip their wings. You know that horrible saying? Yeah. That comes from somewhere. And the place where it comes from is real life, when you actually have a bird and you've got to clip their wings. So that they can't do the one thing that birds like doing the best. Yeah, exactly. Hush, yeah. Bird breaking away on foot is just grim. Unless it's... (laughs) (laughs) I'm imagining it packing up all its stuff in a little uh, satchel. What are they called? The little spindle? Bindle. A bindle. You would say spindle. A, spin, a spindly bindle for a spindly bird Spindle just walking spindle, out. Spindles bindles. There's a good little, uh, you know, business opportunity for you there. Is that for me when I start my new life? Yeah. On a deserted island. Spindles bindles. I don't know why you're developing businesses when you're on a deserted island. Is that to come back with? Or in case anyone comes along, you don't want to look unprepared? Definitely. I've not just been sat here doing nothing. No, no, no. I've started a lot of very good enterprises. Look at this business proposal. We've got Spindles Bindles over here. This was my uh, ill-thought-out venture to make those cloth-based stick bags that you leave home with, but place them on top of a CD holder. That didn't work out too well. And then this over here, so glad you asked, dishes and fishes. So you may be familiar... Dishes and fishes yeah, or dishes in fishes? Dishes, dishes in fishes. You may be familiar with the concept of having a fish inside of a, like a platform show or something like that. Uh, I mean, only once, I think, as a joke on a TV show. But this is sort of taking the reverse twice with that in that we're talking about dishes and we're putting them inside the fish. That can be good for the fish. You wouldn't have thought so, and you'd be right. So you have been sat here doing nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> Brainstorming is uh, how some people would well, is when you're by yourself, it's hard to keep track of what's a good idea and what's not. There's no bad ideas in a brainstorm. No. That is untrue. It is completely untrue, isn't it? <laughs> oh, There's yeah. There's been so many... Ber- hey, let's make Jared Fogel our spokesperson. <laughs> Terrible idea. Subway, back to the drawing board with you. Um, look, 
people have written us. Yeah. And it was a long time ago that some, some of, of these messages yeah, some came of them, through. Some, some of them are recent. Uh, this, some of them aren't. Uh, you, uh, I'll go. What are we going through a door together? Come on, mate. I just have some fortitude. Had a bit of fun making those noises. Grab the reins. Rightio. Hello, you beautiful boys. Oh, g'day, writer. I hope this message reaches you before the last friend zone. Uh-oh. Tough, I fear I am too late. There is no last friend zone. Yeah, friendship. Uh, make it last forever. Friendship never ends. If you want to be my lover. I saw that the, the Spice Girls are reported to be putting together some sort of reunion package. Uh, in this which, isn't the letter anymore. Guys wandered off. In which they would all drag down 10 million either dollars or pounds each. I mean, how could you not? Just fucking get together for a week. Who would hold that back? Posh, surely. No, I think, I think I was reading it and uh, she has agreed to the deal uh, under the proviso that she does not need to sing. Hmm. Fair enough. So what are you getting $10 million for at that point? Just turning get up it, somewhere. Uh, it, was very, it was very vague and unclear. But, but, I will tell you this. Yeah? Uh, it was, it's been widely reported on. Uh, it was, they all met at one of the, one of the five Spice Girls members' house. And uh, Victoria Beckham posted a photo on Instagram to say something along the lines of, It's happening. Fucking good to be with the girls. Who do you reckon's got the short end of the stick out the ass end of that Spice Girls career? I don't know, man. It depends what you're measuring against. I wonder what Emma Bunton's up. You don't... She's a radio host. Is she? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's fun. Yeah. Since then... Oh, sorry. This podcast has been a staple in my life since I discovered it halfway through season one. Since then, I can confidently say we have become friends. Although I will miss your beautiful Kiwi accents, I'm happy you two are finally free. I wanted to leave you with one little story. Although your torment is just begging, others has only begun. Maybe ending. Since episode one, Death Blight... Oh, I say, I say. Since episode one, Death Blight has been one of my favourite things on the internet. A true guiding compass that makes surviving another year worth it. Knowing it may be the last place I hear you two together raises the stakes even more. In anticipation of the first episode, I watched the movie and felt it perfectly reasonable to watch it twice the second year. The mistake may have been uh, this year when I drunkenly fired it up three times in a row. Oh, we. I feel as if How I've much come... did you drink, fella? I feel as we if... on the Dettol? We're drinking some floor cleaner, because that is an ill-considered decision. Nothing wrong with Dettol. There is if you're drinking it, though. Oh, absolutely not. The mistake may have been this year when I drunkenly fired it up three times in a row. I feel as if I have come to a point where there is no turning back. What I failed to realise is that by 2030, <laughs> I will have seen the movie 140 times. By 2040, 350 times. I feel Lane has tricked me as I also now feel trapped in that hotel, condemned to an eternity of Kevin James body shaming. Thank you both again for all the hours and hours of content. A true fan and a true friend. Say my freaking name, Zachary Mullen Bernstein. <laughs> Great name. Do you think he was uh, Berenstein way back in the day and then forgot, got mixed up with himself? I only just know that this uh, sort of cultural phenomenon exists. So I'm really pushing the edges of my familiarity with it. But I'm going to say yes. But uh, he just spelled it differently than we all remembered. What I'm uh, not quite getting with Zach's message there is how when you I thought when he said that he fired it up three times drunkenly that was a one off but he's doing this math based on no so his first year repeat. he did it once the second year he did it twice the third oh, year he did it three see. times so next year because he's come this far yeah and in the spirit of being an idiot yeah 
He will do it four times. I mean, this at some point, think about it, this is a, this is a, a letter from America. Before it's a huge long. American holiday. Yeah. It's not long. Say this guy settles down, maybe uh, has a family of some description. Yeah. Every Thanksgiving, the entire thing, until it's the whole week surrounding it. Now, I know some people will doubt the veracity of this statement, but I anticipate us doing Death Blight for another 30 years. So how if what is it a two hour film? I can't remember the duration on that bad boy. Uh, I'd say between one thirty and two hours, one forty five. Let's call it two and shave off the other end because the math is easier. It's sixty hours, so call that fifty something. You know, fifty two hours. What's that? Two days and change. Two days and nights. Yeah. In a bit. And that's assuming you can stay awake for all of it. Well, that's a good point. That's um, take it from the top. <laughs> Not always the easiest job. No. Far out. Well, hey, Zach, thanks for the message, man. And thank yeah. you for the math. And good luck to you. Uh, please please drop us a line next Thanksgiving. Kevin writes, Hey, Tim, I figured you can pass this on along to Guy. Uh, I can. I'll do that right now for you, Kevin. I just wanted to express my gratitude for the countless hours of entertainment I've gotten at the expense of your guy's sanity. You truly are gentlemen and scholars. I had the pleasure of being there for the second to last show at the Bell House. I uh, would like to say well done. You boys and Maeve really stuck the landing and get extra points for style and degree of difficulty given the mushroom intake. I was going to ask what uh, psychiatric meds slash narcotics you were on in order to get through the movie, but you beat me to the punch. I also really enjoyed the stand-up routines. Tim's joke about not smelling someone without first asking was both subtle and savage at the same time. Well done, sir. While going, uh, while nowhere as subtle, Guy proved you can't go wrong with a sheep fucking joke. <laughs> I like this. We're getting a review. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I'm going to put this on my comedy fest poster. <laughs> I would have liked to come up, bought a poster, and talk to you too briefly, but my buddy, who I was with, is a real son of a bitch and insisted on leaving right after the show. Something about a three-month-old daughter. I wasn't paying much attention. Real selfish bastard he is. Anyway, putting that prick aside... I'm not sure if you guys have any posters left over that you want to sell, but I'd definitely be interested. Finally, I'm planning to on travelling to Auckland this May and would love some suggestions. Comedy Festival on then? It is, eh? Yeah, that's exactly when the oh, Comedy Festival's on. You're in fucking luck, yeah, my you, friend Kevin. You, you smashed it, mate. I'm guessing that you guys don't know whether you'll be doing shows this far out, and now that guy lives in New York, he probably won't be there that time. Normally I wouldn't either, but the whole time zone change, hemisphere, change of season thing confused the shit out of me, so I figured I would give myself as much leeway as possible. Anyway, any ideas would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again, boys. It's been a fantastic ride, at least this side of the podcast. I just wanted to say thanks. I look forward to your next project, which I hope for your sakes is less masochistic. Uh, Kevin, first of all, your timeline looks hot because that'll be during the New Zealand International Comedy Festival what week are you in Auckland I'm in Auckland the first week I actually think I am at the end of April ah but about that the, the, the thing is that they put the festival on even after that which has always struck me as crazy but they insist on doing it apparently people turn out so you're right in the thick of it for that and then beyond that in Auckland I'll go to Waiheke Island for a, for a day maybe that might be nice it's May Bring a sweater, certainly. Mm. Some long trousers. Um, and some shorts, because you, you just don't know with the weather here. Truly, four seasons in one day, someone should write a song about it. Dearest boys, congratulations on being done. I'm a bit late, and also I live in Colorado. Bear Capitol of the USA. Bear with a B-E-A-R? 
Correct. That's good because I don't want to go through all of this again. I don't think any one of us do. Uh, but <laughs> but I wish I'd been able to make it to your final live shows. Instead, I have to content myself with paying you the thirty dollars I would have paid for tickets. Thanks for all your hard work over the years. I don't think it's likely you'll read this out loud, but if you do, feel free to say, Brooke Moyers. So, Brooke Moyers, thank you so much for your message. Thank you for your congratulations. Thank you for your $30. Um, And can I be the first to say I have the worst idea of uh, all time? Go fuck yourself. For being in Colorado? Just felt like saying it uh yeah. honestly brooke you seem like a really nice guy um but straight up my guy go fuck yourself gotcha gotcha like that energy that is guy speaking his truth in the moment everybody so let's just you know keep that in mind do you like rock steady yeah for sure yeah i love it i love smoking a fatty and listening to some rock steady taylor so sue me taylor writes dearest tim tam to blue uh, Tulu, rather, and Guy Phone 7. My dear mother always said, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And then the email stopped. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It continues. But as it is so happens, I have plenty of nice things to say about you boys. TWIOAT podcast was first brought to my attention over a beer with my dear friend Mikey, who mentioned you boys, is something that may be up my alley. As you boys, oh, 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 sorry, in an attempt to look very cultured and cool, I was quick to give the impression that I was already a big fan (laughs) and thus proceeded to delve into the podcast in an effort to research my white lie. I've never been more chuffed with a lie I've told. Brackets, this is also a lie. I once told my brother a flu... uh, I once told my mother a bird flew into the window of my childhood home when, in actual fact, I threw a dart at it. At a bird that had flown into the room. Hopefully at the window rather than the... Definitely the bird. I'm hoping the bird doesn't exist and you threw a dart at the window. No, the bird flew in. He threw a dart at the bird. You know, young guy. I don't know if it's a guy. Young lass. Young person. Whatever. Bird flies into the room. You throw a dart at the bird. You never actually think you're going to hit the bird. Writer continues, I'm 24 now and Bronwyn is still none the wiser. (laughs) For the lie has led... To many months of giggling happiness. The problem, however, is that I never listen to any of the episodes in order. <laughs> Which should any of your listeners be really late to the podcast, and this is their first step now, I have to say, isn't it a terrible way to listen? Things somehow piece together. It's a great metaphor for life, really. As a little homage to this method of madness, I've listed some thoughts I've had throughout my listen in no particular order whatsoever. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Take them or leave them as you wish. Guy, you may notice that I'm stopping and starting a little bit. My recorder's running on batteries. I'm just checking it doesn't stop at some point. I think you're doing a grand job. Here's some notes uh, that writer has written. Starting in season two, in your beautifully composed intro song, right at the end where it finishes with the speedy season two, I genuinely thought this was 6th of June instead of season two (laughs) and was very confused for a long time while you keep dating every episode the same. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's the worst idea of all time. 6th of June. 6th of June. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's a, some that's messaging a, That's shit, a little eh? Easter egg for you. It's crazy. You boys mentioned the possibility of combining the adventures of Coffee Guy into a children's book, and I'd just like to uh, ensure this is not forgotten. I can assure you it was. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I know that in the future when perhaps I have a child, they will one day ask Santa for this, and I'd hate to be the one to tell him or her, that in fact it was never written. That Good is, guilt trip. yeah, fair. It was only two days ago that I finally made it into a very old friend zone where Mr. Montgomery called in. I believe... Uh, my dad. Your father is Mr. Montgomery. I will call you, Guy. I think Guy's Please. dad and my very <laughs> Mr. own... Mr. Montgomery is my father's name. I think Guy's dad and my very own dad, Steve-O, would make great powers. We should tee that up sometime. <laughs> After a lot of thinking, I don't think you should save up to buy the mansion from grown-ups too. Based on the number of bedrooms alone, I have deemed it too big as I feel I would never see, we would never see each other. You would never see each other. And that would indeed be a tragedy, ignoring the fact that you boys currently live in separate countries. I was a little angry at you during the episode, whereby you both gave mosquitoes sympathy. I'm not about that. Not one bit. Though, this could quickly solve your problems of not having any enemies if you decide to go ahead and deem mosquitoes to be as much. Tim, a moment to remember the knife. Taken too soon. Auckland Airport, February 22nd, 2016. (laughs) I've thrown you an amount of which, once removing my decimal because I'm not that rich, spells out the postcode of myself here in Sydney, Australia, of which next time you're here... Do stop by for a beer. Although, Guy, it seems, according to hosting, you've indeed been here, and I didn't get to see much of you. I do apologise. It's okay. I don't think that was your responsibility. Additionally... I blame Carlo Ritchie. Should I ever be in New Zealand or the US of A, 
I'll drop your boys a line to see what you're up to. And if you perhaps like to go on an adventure to a local cafe or bar for a beverage, you're good boys. In tune, boys. And most certainly very professional on set, boys. I often imagine Forrest Gump saying this line each time you read it from your fan mail. As to why, I cannot say. You truly are the podcast that my listening selection sucks the absolute least. <laughs> Should this make the podcast? Do feel free to say my name. Uh, very best wishes and forehead, forehead kisses for kisses or as a gift. Taylor Best. Holy heck, Taylor Best. That was a great, uh, great letter. And it's a real shame that it was not consumed before I was literally just in Sydney for, for a stint. Sydney, they call it. Yeah, they call it Sydney. 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 Cyril Figgis. Sydney, Australia. Okay. Here's a nice one. Merry Christmas, my dudes. Hope uh, you have... Hope you get all the machetskis and jiskoozies you could need. That is it. Jiskoozies. Haven't thought about them in a long time. What a disgusting episode of the podcast that was, <laughs> where we conceptualised the idea of lukewarm semen being your bathing constituent. Jesus. Yeah, I think... It's pretty it was, full on, isn't it? It's fun to say the yeah. word, mostly. I don't think re-articulating exactly what we're describing with that word, which is quite light and silly. I'm not going to be revisionist about our podcast. No, no. Warts and all, I've a- always said. Absolutely, but... Yeah, that is what it, yeah. What about Warts and Hall, which is a Hall and Oats tribute band? That is terrible. <laughs> no, well, there would just be the Oats left and <laughs> Warts joined the band and somehow got first dibs on <laughs> name. I got a good one here, Tim. Their Hi- real names, I think, are Derek and John, so I can quite understand going with the last no, it's names. No, Daryl, isn't it? Daryl. You could be Darryl right. Daryl Hall yeah, and D- John Oats. And that was their full D- band name. Daryl and John. They, they were never called... Um, Hall and Oats. Yeah. Really? Yeah. People, they suck. Oh, yeah. So this one here, do you, want, do you want me to read it to you? Guy, I've been waiting all few seconds. This one comes from Nitsan Swisser. Good Hi. Nitsan. Nitsan. Been following you on social media for a while now. My, Uh-oh. My company have a great campaign going. I think your social profile suits the product. Are you into sponsored content offers on your page? Something very light and fun. Thanks. Nitsan. I can tell you, Nitsan, we aren't. We've been approached in the past. And as desperate as we've been for the money, we've said, get your grubby mitts off worst idea of all time. In fact, it's been enough time, I can reveal that at one point, a sub-brand of the Coca-Cola Corporation (laughs) came crawling over to us in New Zealand. We've got a local variant of it here, and they said, we'll give you guys some money. And we said, no, thank you. Money? We only deal with the people we want to deal with. And for the here and now... The good people at Coca-Cola Amatel are not within the bounds. No. Uh, so fucking come over with a bag of money, Coca-Cola Amatel, <laughs> and fucking I'll, I'll do whatever you tell me. Now. Uh, here we go. Dearest Timbone Guy Guy. I hope One this- of those is me. Yep. True. I hope this message finds you well. First of all, thank you for coming to Christchurch. It was amazing. Oh, that's so cool. I'm coming back. Please come and bring friends. When are you there? Dark Room, 21st to 23rd of March. Great. Uh, I'm going to play drums. I bought a drum kit. Okay. <laughs> Are you good at the drums? Uh, I'm better than you would think because most people assume I've never played and I played as a child. Okay. So I'm marginally better than not yeah. having played at good all. Good sell. Mm. Uh, 
It's a comedy show, by the way. I've just bought a drum kit for it. It's comedy drums. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would like to address some of my thoughts on the recent friend zone. 60, I think. I need to start listening to the first season again. After you good brave boys finish season three, is it available anywhere as now Howl is not doing it anymore? Or do I have to wait till when you guys can reload it up next August-ish? What the shit? Howl aren't doing it anymore. News <laughs> to news to these podcasters ears. What's how called? Is it still called how? I think you go how dot com slash t w i a t. Look, could be us. I think it used to be us. Uh, Do you want to punch that in and I'll read something? Or are you midway through that message? Uh, there's a little bit more. I want that good good message. I want that good good second half of a message. Season one archives only. No, we're there. Still on Howl, everybody. Great news. And apparently we're on Spotify now as well. But I haven't actually verified that myself. That's a bit of fun. Yeah, I um, twisted a few arms over there, I'll tell you what. So anyway, uh, you can find it on Howl.fm. Uh, if you just look up Howl.fm or Howl.fm and T-W-I-O-A-T, it'll show up. Uh, two. Oh, look at that. That's so spiffy. Comes right up on the Spotify. Worst idea of all time. That's that, special. You like that, do you? Yeah, man. It's cool. Why aren't you married if you like it so much? Ooh, spicy. Two, I'm sure Guy's idea of you two recording a podcast each randomly each week or month about thoughts or things you see, etc. But I do also agree with Timbo as you two having banter with each other makes for an amazing podcast content for our air holes. For a kiss is always a gift. All hail Brady the Rat King. So my name, Ben Lever from Christchurch. P.S. I was too nervous to say hi at the show. As you two are my heroes. No. And you know what they say about meeting your heroes. Don't do it. Because sometimes they turn out to be baddies. Uh, absolutely. And I'll tell you right now, one of us, no good. Oh, boy. I want to say which one, but oh, woof. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Ben. So kind of you. And yeah, check out Tim's stand-up show in Christchurch. Are you coming to Christchurch at all? Uh, I will. I don't have it booked at the moment. Hey, let's do a little plug. Where are you going? Where, where are you? What are you doing? Uh, man, off to? I'm going all What's over he the doing? place. I'm I'm going to Brisbane is the first port of call, really, mm-hmm. from uh, March six to twelve, uh, and then Adelaide from March. Thir- oh, no, that's from March six to eleven. And then why I'm- haven't the city of Adelaide ever grabbed the rights to that song and gone? Why don't you all come over Adelaide? Instead of Valerie. Yeah. Valerie, Adelaide. Oh, man. I think I can figure it out why pretty quick. It's not that good. Um, yeah. Brisbane, Adelaide. I don't know. It's If you look up Guy Montgomery doesn't check his phone for an hour, or just Guy Montgomery and your Australian East Coast city name, there's a high chance I'll be there in the next two months. Are you going to Wally? Yeah, I'm going to Wellington. Are you going to Christchurch? Early May. I haven't, I'm telling you, I haven't booked anything in Christchurch. But what the people want to know is, are you doing any Christchurch gigs? Uh, Look, man, I feel like I've answered this and you're really poking and prodding me. Um, Separate question, are you going to be travelling to Ototahi? uh, Look, I feel like it's the same question. (laughs) Uh, With all due respect, Tim. It is. Edward writes, oh, by the way, I'm going to be in Sydney and Melbourne. and Oh, for fuck's sake! Wellington, Auckland, Christchurch. Edward writes... You can go to timbat.co.nz and Guy's website is guymontcomedy.com. Guymontcomedy.com. Yeah. <laughs> God, a genuine outrage. You said mont dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, we all make mistakes. Not me. Literally perfect is the name of his show. It's Guy Montgomery touring the east coast of Australia only to set that foot well. in 
Alice Springs and be killed by an Australian Look, cockroach. If we are playing this game, I am actually doing a trial show here in Auckland, New Zealand with Alice Sneddon called Alice Sneddon and Guy Montgomery do a perfect show on Monday, February 12th. This runs long. This will be the last message I read for this particular friend zone. Very well. Edward writes, Dear you two lovely, lovely men, I do not apologise for this lengthy message. I've only been a fan of the podcast for... Yeah, it definitely says not. I didn't add that in. I've only been a fan of the podcast for about half a year now. One of my old co-workers, who's known for his roaring laughter as a big podcast fan, and turn me on to you boys... While working, we would constantly interrupt the silence by laughing to himself. He would constantly interrupt by laughing to himself. The rest of my co-workers and I always wondered what he could possibly be listening to that made him laugh all the time. Guess what? It was you two lovely guys. <laughs> Worst idea really caught on with the rest of us, and I can confidently say you have at least two fans from Wisconsin. Yes. I love that. I thought the whole premise of the podcast was absolutely absurd, but exciting simultaneously. For whatever reason, I was tickled by the thought of a couple silly Kiwis watching the same film 52 times over the course of a year. When I heard that the first movie was Grown Ups 2, it really sealed the deal. Boy, was I in for a treat. Here's a little background that may or may not provide some clarity to my excitement for Grown Ups 2. For whatever reason, my dad has always been a fan of Adam Sandler. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of many of Sandler's classics, but my dad watches every godforsaken film the man puts out. Naturally, we watched the first Grown Ups around the time it was released, and my dad loved it. Because of this, my dad, my younger siblings, and I constantly quoted the movie when we needed a laugh. Ever since then, Grown Ups has always had a special place in my heart. Pardon me for getting a little sentimental. Back to business. I've had an on-and-off-again relationship with your podcast, mostly due to my work and school, but I managed to get through season one. No one tells you that you're going to be broke and jobless once you graduate from college so recently i moved back to my hometown to pursue a master's degree in teaching i'm going to be a spanish teacher to pay for school nerd alert to pay for school i work in their office as a graduate assistant from september to october i plowed right through season two and three i drive my girlfriend to work and from work every day so she was forced to listen to your struggles but is now actually quite fond of you boys Anyway, want to let you know that I finally achieved my dream of catching up to you boys. As unfortunate as it is, I couldn't have done it without the 8-watch penalty that Tim so graciously added to your original 52. So thank you. Sorry for your suffering. Quick disclaimer, I meant to send this to you about 5 or 6 weeks ago, but time just got away from me. Better late than never, I suppose. Don't worry, it's almost over. Per your advice, I haven't watched any of the movies. Mostly because I'm waiting for the opportune moment to play the drinking games alongside them. But alas, I've got the time. Well, I suppose my rambling has gone on enough. Thank you, Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery, for the countless hours of love and laughter. And a thank you in advance for any content you plan to provide to your loving and sadistic fans. Sorry I couldn't be tossing any dosh your way to hashtag pay the boys soon. Lots of kisses and love for your boys in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Say it loud and proud if this gets out in the friend zone. Otherwise, you don't dare say it. Randy, rib you. Co-sitch P.S. My girlfriend and I have been dying to catch either one of your shows. We even planned a small vacation to catch one of the last the worst idea of all time live shows, but sadly you were too fifth we were too far too busy. But with old guy Monty in the States, there's a little glimmer of hope, and I'm determined to get myself to New Zealand at some point in the future where I hope to take shake the loving yet firm hand of the great Tim Bat. So I guess I expect to see me one day. I don't really know where I was going with that thought. Adios, amigos! <laughs> oh my god. Thank you, Randy, and thank you, Tim, for that rousing rendition. Um, oh, he did sign off, Randy. Sorry, it's from a confusing email address. Uh, that was, I mean, I, if I was to write a letter to someone, 
and that was the reading that it got given, I would be over the moon. <laughs> that was phenomenal. Great. You did not expect the uh, postscript to be quite that long, though, did you, Tim? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> really ran out of gas <laughs> time at the end there. You did good. Like, I, we'll just let, I'll uh, end on this one. It's a short one. It's a question. I'm going to leave you to field it initially, and then I might contribute my thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it, mate. I'm Mike Geisen and Batamir Klitschko. Do you think the wedding party scene in Sex and City 2 is mostly the main character in front of a green screen? Which scene? Sorry, the wedding, did you say? Yeah. Wedding party scene. Like the reception. Wedding party. Where he says it looks like the snow, cle- the yeah, snow queen exploded in here. Uh, it's an interesting thought. I like that possibility. There's some objects that get interacted with, which which would break that for me. But you uh, know what? I'm going to go with it. Yes, absolutely. Green screen, without doubt. All... And Andy Circus played every guest in the background. Wow. God, that's so expensive. Isn't it? And that is uh, not Andy Circus playing the roles of the characters. No, what was I trying to say? Oh, I had some way for that to work. Did not stick the landing. Uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, guys. <laughs> guys done. No, nah, I'm still here, man. I could go for hours. We're all done. Well, we're going to record another friend zone right after this. Are we actually? I don't know. Nah. We're going to socialize. Man, let's smoke a fatty. All right, we'll catch you soon, everyone. Uh, just so you know what's happening, a reiteration, because some people got a bit confused. So the, the very old, the oldest stuff that was on Patreon, we're shifting onto the main the main line, and we're putting new stuff up on Patreon. Um, I've got a very terrible video from the uh, uh, LA show, the last ever episode, which was live. Very terrible video, but I'll you know, put up what we got. So those who are contributing $5 or more, you'll be able to see that video shortly. I was uh, so roasted at that episode. We all were, bud. I was especially roasted, I think. Yeah, you were. No doubt about it. Good fun, though. I've actually got... Fuck, that'll be fun. Uh, I've got the camera, which I was using so liberally. I bought it. I haven't taken it to the pharmacy yet. Oh, the disposable. Yeah, so we'll get those photos up on the Patreon as well. Fan, Great contribution, guy. That's capital stuff. No worries. All right, everybody. Um, Hey, stay sleazy out there, but not really. Just be kind to everyone. And also, look after yourself. But also... Get more sleep and water. Say hi for you, to your mum for say hi to your mum for me. I'm Rove McManus. I'll see you tomorrow night. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.